Hey, and welcome to I Want to Be Your Canary. This is a Final Fantasy podcast. And tonight, I am graced with the presence of my two dear friends, Mr. TJ. Ahoy. And Mr. Scooter. What is up, everybody? Oh, man. This uh, this is one that we've we've been talking about for a while. Talking about doing this one for a while. But it's always had to be the right time. Yeah, it, this is a, a large undertaking. If anybody uh, knows or has played this game, it's it's a big one. Yeah, definitely gonna have to buckle up for this guy. It's it's a funny game too because it was such a variance on Final Fantasy at the time. It it really was this really kind of the first non you know um, hmm. cl- classic JRPG that we know with Final Fantasy. Right. I, I think. I, I I think so. Like it, you know. Mystic Quest was was still kind oh, of a, yeah. a turn-based yeah. JRPG just with less characters. Yeah. Mystic Quest was a weird game. We'll we'll do that one time. We'll do that at some point, but yeah, right. that was a weird one. But that is not that is not today. Today we are going to be talking about Final Fantasy Tactics. So Final Yay! Fantasy Tactics, oh just the best the <laughs> best and oh just such a great game and it's funny because for as much as i complain about final fantasy going away from turn-based rpg and uh you know just like i i i moan about that to the point of ad nauseum sometimes yeah this is my favorite final fantasy game yeah um, i i love it i <sighs> Uh, TJ, I, I guess I'll let you go first on that too. As is, where does this rank for you? It, it's it's right up there in terms of sheer replay value, like amount of hours sunk into the game. Number one, not really that close either. Yeah. Um, you know, seven and eight are uh, got a got a place close to my heart, but uh, in terms of just raw playthroughs, replay. 100 hour saves Mm -hmm. this is your game i i would say for me you know i think i've told both of you that my knowledge base on this game is not going to be up to par uh compared to yours but it's because it was such a big game even back then um i remember you know having several tries to get started with it when i first got it and it took me a minute to really get into the groove of the game um, mm-hmm. and I could see how you could just dump so many hours into this because with the job systems and stuff, the variety of play styles that were available, um, and obviously the huge storylines, it's, yeah, uh, I, I could see how you could dump a lot of time into it. Um, so I'm not going to mm-hmm. give it a necessarily like a, a official ranking for me yet because I don't feel like uh, I should. So. Uh, I'm going to leave it kind of ambiguous. It's obviously a really good one. Yeah. And this game has, um, it's, it's not just one thing that makes it great. And and typically your favorite games aren't just one thing that make it great. Sure. Um, but this is a game that really just has an unbelievable story. And this, did this game, this game came out after seven, I can't remember where exactly it was, was it in between seven and eight? That's right. And, yeah. A a weird time to release a game like this, right? Is you just released a groundbreaking giant, you know, 3D uh, game in seven. And then you kind of, you know, it, it didn't feel like they were taking steps back, but it was just not what I was expecting from a Final Fantasy, like you're saying. Uh, it, it was an odd game to lend the Final Fantasy name to. Sure. I mean, this is a hit whether you call it Final Fantasy or you call it something else. It just so happens that the lore borrowing from the Final Fantasy genre fit in so well with the game that it, it, it made it that much better. 
but yeah. this game by any other name is is still uh one of my favorites bar none mm-hmm. but uh you're you're right it, it was odd um and and i don't really have a a whole lot of backstory on on what the logic was on it was square soft not square enix at the time mm-hmm. and uh yeah it, i'm not sure why they took that chance but i'm really happy they did yeah it's after seven seven was a pretty linear story eight eight got weird which we've talked about right but like what we had access to at that time or the mainline final fantasy that had come through had pretty linear story i guess pretty easy to follow storylines right and then they drop tactics and it's like whoa uh, you you can't just button mash X through the story and go, I know what's going on. Like, you can with a lot of games. Like, okay, that's the bad guy. Right. Stay's the bad guy. <laughs> oh, wait a second. Psych, he's not the bad guy. There's somebody right. controlling him. So on and so forth. But with this one, it was such a complicated, complex... Um, a you nuanced know, telling of a you know classic story of in ways it, it and set in a really interesting setting mm-hmm. um but the complexity of it was you know um it, it was a lot to take in for sure and i love it because at the beginning it of it it's like oh by the way i'm just about to hit you up with some revisionist history as to um you know this story that's all about this one character but it's not really about that one character right that one character doesn't, you know, uh, the, the character that should be getting all of the credit and who doesn't is, you know, this character, Ramza. Right. Um, so, yeah, that that I just like that. It's like right away. It's like, oh, here's a story and here's the revisionist history behind it. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a it's a very uh, it's it's probably one of the darkest storytellings of a Final Fantasy game, I would say. Certainly up until that point, I mean, seven was dark, you know, the you know world is being drained of its energy and like, yeah, that, that was dark. But this one was and we're not going to talk story today um, so much, but, you know, the state and the powers that be in the state are divided and then the church has its own agenda and it was very just medieval. It just kind of reminded you, you know, it was a time when the church had you know, a ton of power, uh, which, you know, those are times that we've seen in the, you know, our world history and, mm-hmm. you know, the you know, Roman Catholic church just having just buku power. Um, and kind of, you, you can kind of see that you can kind of see it being a player in a, you know, world defining moment. Like, Oh, there's these stones out there. And, you know, there's a, uh, there's power that's up for grab and you can see the, the church you know, going, Oh, well, Hey, you know, maybe we can throw our hat into the, into the ring. So it's just if, a, if you like political intrigue, if you like betrayal, if you like mm-hmm. complicated webs of story, um, this, this game is going to be for you. However, the game exposes the story in a manner different than almost any other Final Fantasy to that point because there is no walking around and talking to an NPC. Right. Yeah. So it, the, the story is exclusively told through in between battle cutscenes and occasionally some dialogue during battle. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, but the way that they do it, um, the game itself, the interactions and the cut cutscenes, for lack of a better term, and, and when I say cutscenes, I don't mean like, oh man, look at those sweet graphics, right, right, um, that we're used to when we talk about the PS One games, but just the the scenes where you know dialogue is happening, it's so much more just like believable, and the the um the actions of the characters, like there's one where. Uh, Ramza and so and so, I think, like, just something simple as like hug or shake hands on a bridge. Mm-hmm. And for the you know, to, to be able to see that in these low res K 
characters essentially it's like oh man they did a really good job of you know doing that and it's just really cool to see um it, it's proof that you don't need to go crazy on graphics to well, have a great story yeah. even when the graphics are available to do so no and that's a good point though it's kind of like we were talking with the release date of this between seven and eight is uh you know like i said you have these visually um peak you know kind of games at the time you know um in seven and eight and then you see this and you're going are you know are we stepping back in in graphic fidelity with this game and in a way you kind of were but it was really well done uh Mm -hmm. in the art style or the design i guess of how the game was made um yeah so even playing it to this day it doesn't feel you know bad it still looks good (laughs) well for for what it's worth you know games in this genre this was by far the best looking game in the tactics, hmm. you know, genre per se. It wasn't really called tactics as a, as a, or as a genre, but you know, your comparables to this game at the time were tactics ogre, which mm-hmm. this game is superior to graphically. Um, and fire emblem, which again, also very superior to graphically. So, if you're comparing Final Fantasy Tactics to Seven, it is going to be a little lacking. But if sure. you're going to compare Tactics to its comparables, i.e., other Tactics games, visually mm-hmm. stunning, things that have never been done before. So you kind of have to, you know, just change your lens a little bit when when you pick this one up for the first time, yep. um, because it, it really depends on what you compare it to. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's funny because you you if you picked it up, I I feel like if you picked it up when it was released, being sandwiched in between seven and eight, you might go, uh. Mm-hmm. I what? mean, I I feel like you know I might have been in that boat a little bit, um, just because I guess I was not expecting that, um, mm-hmm. but I also wasn't a person that had played, uh, you know, ogre battles or, um. What was the other one you mentioned there? Fire, Fire Emblem on the Fire Nintendo Emblem. systems. I never, I don't think I got around to either of those, uh, those series. So um, it was a whole new thing for me. Um, yeah. And it, it's a game where you can compare it to something like Disgaea, where it's almost two off two sides of the spectrum because Disgaea is just such an off the wall, crazy bananas game um, in the, in the tactics based sense in the way what they do with the grid and how they i mean it's just weird um it's fun don't get me wrong but final fantasy tactics seems like a very um much more practical Hmm. if you will i understand that you know saying oh well you know they have summons and magic and everything how's that practical yeah but if you if you play this guy for about three minutes you can understand exactly what i'm talking about um so it seemed like a much more practical approach to the tactics um, style or the yeah, the turn based uh, yeah. grid style. Right. I mean, yeah, it, you know, picking it up on your first playthrough uh, or, you know, getting in your first battle, you're aware of what the mechanics and the battle system kind of are right mm-hmm. away is it's a grid system. So you can move, you know, as one of your actions to a, a certain area of grids or within that area um, and do a number of other things. But it's it's pretty simply laid out for you, um, which I did enjoy, definitely, because had it gotten more complicated than it already was, I, I don't know. It, interestingly enough, it's, it, you know, the the comparables to to tactics at the time you know i.e fire emblem mm-hmm. uh to this day is still just x and y right you know oh, you, really? you move on a top down grid um tactics was huh. a little bit different in that you know it introduced height and depth yeah um, yeah if you it's... walked in a certain spot in a river you you submerged and you couldn't act you couldn't do <laughs> yeah. anything uh on the flip side if you put your archers at the top of the hill they could shoot yep. farther yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, really creative uses of of the maps that they could build. You know the 
Yes. I remember the first fight. Uh, I think it was uh, in Dorder Trade City. And you're fighting within a city limits. And mm-hmm. there were archers at the top of this uh, shanty town. And you're at the bottom trying to navigate your way around and avoid getting hit by a hail of, of arrows. And it's early in the game and, and you know, you're not, you're not exactly overpowered at the time. So it's, you know, I, I always remember the maps uh, being mm-hmm. one of my most, one of my most favorite aspects of this game where, you know, they were creative and how they used the maps that they had built to generate uh, fun encounters that kept you, you know, thinking about how can I properly deploy my team, mm-hmm. avoid getting right. killed and, and be effective and win. I loved it. Well, it, and to kind of relate to a modern or even uh, a game before this, like, you know, TJ, we started playing D and D a little bit and Colin, I know you've played that. Like I oh, do get, some, I get some familiar familiarity with D and D and, and how the, the turn base kind of uh, actions work. Um, but like to me, I still kind of got like these Baldur Gate uh, sort of feels from you know like a modern game like that, uh, if you will. It's it's similar in a way to how that plays out, which I, it's it's fun. It's really a cool uh, cool way to to play a game. So yeah, I, I mean, it's God. There's just so much the the map, like you said, and utilizing the map to your benefit. Mm. Uh, utilizing the map to the job classes that you have available to you, um, like you know, it's a it's a bit you know it's a it's a real strategy game in the way that yeah. you know you'll it's vital for you to there will be certain battles where you're like I, I I you know I'm building up this person in this job class right now, but if I try and keep them in this job class right now, I, there's I'm never gonna it's win this battle, not, right? Yeah, it's just not going to happen. Yep. And you have to revert to something um, earlier, something that you're stronger in or something that has uh, gives you maybe, you know, every job class has some of them have maybe a little bit more movement. Some of them give you more MP, some give you more HP. Uh, so, you know, all the job classes, they're not only different in, in the what you're able to do. Uh, but they they modify your stats just a little bit, and it's sometimes really really important um, that you take advantage of that. And when when you do the uh, Y graph and um, Velius fight, like I I did that recently, and he's just so the he's so powerful, and you just have to avoid him for so long. Um, because it's one of those like, do you want to save right now? And then you're like, oh mm-hmm. yeah. And if you don't have a backup save, it's like, oh well, now I have to figure out how to beat this dude, yep. this demon. And so it's like, you know, you, you gotta go. Okay, well, geez, I'm getting wiped out by on two hits. I need to find something that gives me a little bit more HP. Okay, well, I guess I'll go back to being, you know, a squire or a monk or something, right? Yeah. So yeah, something. And uh, so you have to, you know, the strategy's there and. For I I know for me in particular, and you know I can't speak for you guys, but you can let me know if this is kind of the same. When I'm playing a game like that, where it's a job class, it's like okay, I don't want to move him off of this job class or move her off of this job class until the job class is complete. Right. It, yep. Me too. I mean, oh. it, it's it's hard. It's that completion is part of us, right? That you got to get it done, and you're grinding away at it, and you're that close. And then you come across a fight where that clearly is not the the right you know strategy. Uh, yeah, it's it's tough cookies, man. In that Y graph Velius fight is one of is an all time tough toughie in oh, Final Fantasy. E- easily That's not the main the, boss. Easily one of the hardest fights in the game. Um, oh, to, yeah. to unpack that one, it's a it's a one on one fight with the boss. Uh, whereas normally you. You have your team of five or six characters uh, mm-hmm. backing you up, but it's it's one on one, and you have to find a way to survive, and and it's tough. I I remember, I remember that was a that was a save killer fight right there. Oh yeah, 
And then when you do beat Wygraf and he turns into Velius, it becomes even more of a problem. And then he brings his demon buddies. You do get your party then. But whatever Ramses' health is at is what Ramses' health is at at that point. Yep. So if Ramses is holding on by a thread, you know, you're going to have to spend the next couple turns making sure that Ramses stays alive. Um, so the, the, it, it's not a cakewalk game. Um, no, not at all. It, yeah. It is a, it, it is one that will give you a run for your money. And, uh, there's no cheap wins. There's no cheap bat. There's no, you know, it's one of those that as you're going around the map, you know, you might get into an encounter that might be relatively easy, but there are also ones where you'll get into one with like a bunch of like the black or red chocobos. It's yep. just like, oh man, <laughs> it doesn't really matter how strong you are. They use that choco meteor, meter, meteor, and whatever else it is that they use. It's just like, oh man, this is this is bad. There's some battles that you can just get totally wiped in, and it, it is and the up final until that fantasy. Point, you made good. It is the final fantasy equivalent of of game overing to a random encounter. Yeah. And and it happens I mean, it will happen to you more than once in this game. Mm-hmm. Um there is an auto battle feature and I remember um I remember uh, getting into a fight with the squid larkin that can confuse you. Oh. And and I remember like it, I w- I think I was playing uh, on my Vita. I was on on a bus and I just mm-hmm. kind of turned it on auto battle and I was going to grab a drink or something. And I came back to my game and I was dead. dead. No, so <laughs> you can't, you can't take your, you can't, uh, you can't take it, this one easy or it'll make you pay. It's not a hold down X smash. Like you were saying, Colin kind of game. Um, nope. It is a strategic game to the core and it plays very well at that. Uh, but yeah, it, it will punish you if, if you're not uh, paying attention in even some simple fights. Now, that being said, though, I wouldn't say that it's as rough as Final Fantasy, the original, you know, like starting out oh, in that game, even no. playing through later in that game. It was, <laughs> it was so unforgiving. No, um, but Final, Final Fantasy one is just it just hasn't aged well it's just not fun no, yeah 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 so it, it's it's maybe not a fair comparison but i'm just saying it's not that bad in tactics so oh, don't no. don't shy it's, away from it thinking you know it's it's just gonna be death screens all day no um but uh the the nice thing about and obviously a huge difference between them is one the way that the experience uh system works is you, you get experience based on whatever action that you do and you can really manipulate this if you want, where, mm-hmm. you know, Rams that can throw stone, you know, throw a stone at uh, one of your characters and then your character heals at the potion. You throw stone, heal, throw stone, heal. And you could do that all day and literally become level 99 um, in one battle, technically. And so uh, you could do that. It, I, I think that the game is robust enough that you don't have to do that. If you mm-hmm. want to really get into higher level stuff, you're able to um, just based on playing the game as intended. It is fun right. to go around and kind of farm a little bit and, uh, you know, just, you know, build up your characters and, you know, get job points uh, for the different job classes there are because there's a, there's a, quite a few job classes. So and I wrote it down is 22 sound right? Um it depends or, or on what version of the game we're talking about. Uh, yeah, sure. I the think War of the Lions added more. in uh, a couple more. Yeah. Okay. Onion Knight and, and the Dark Knight. Yeah, that's right. And the original one didn't have those. The the kind of be all end all job ended up being the mime in that game. And the I have a lot to say about the job classes, but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> The job classes were also cool because it's like, oh, you want to be a ninja. Well, that requires you to be X level this, X level this, and X level this. And now you've opened up the ninja. Um, Mm -hmm. So you you really had to work to make your character uh, pretty well-rounded if you wanted to open up those deeper characters. I thought that was so cool, though. Uh, Still to this day, just the unlocking job system. Uh, Very rewarding and... 
yeah, it was neat. It was yeah. an interesting uh, system that rewarding. like it, it was tree based. So, you know, the mm-hmm. there was almost like two halves of the tree, the kind of, you know, physical attack side uh, that started with Squire and kind of went through Knight and Archer and so on down the tree. And then the other side started with uh, Chemist and kind of mm-hmm. led you down the magic tree. And uh, depending on, you know, the the uh, strengths and weaknesses of your your starting lineup, you you kind of quickly found out uh, who made sense to be what uh, early on in the game based off of uh, uh, some stats that they would be rolled with at the start uh, called Brave and Faith. Um, mm-hmm. Really interesting kind of way to uh, to move forward in the game and kind of differentiate uh, uh, your characters from one another. And had a Brave and Faith had a um, an interesting effect on things like move find item. That's right. Where your move find item, what you would find would be different based on if you had higher Brave or higher Faith. So that was that was an interesting thing that they that they did because I know that there's one part of the area it's a cave of something, um, cave of Narsh. I don't know if that's right, but you could go in there and find some pretty gnarly items. Um, but you had to do it correctly. You had to have it's like okay, well, if your brave super high, this is what you'll find. But if your faith super high, this will is what you'll find. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. So kind kind of interesting. It's it's a it's a system that that you know hadn't been seen up until that point, and quite honestly, I don't think we've seen it since. But yeah. uh, it. It was a way to um, kind of gather uh, differences in in a game where if you really wanted to, everybody could be exactly the same. So I, I thought yeah. it was clever. It uh, it made for unpredictability in fights because mm-hmm. your magic may or may not work on a low faith character. Um, so it, I... I it made for unpredictability, which is kind of the the source of fun in a lot of those uh, in a lot of those fights. Yeah. Um, the job system was awesome. Uh, favorite job? What was your favorite job so, in it? Go ahead, Scoot. I mean, so I also want to preface this a little bit with like, uh, I, I was going to pose a question to you guys, like, how did you cheese the job system? I guess if that makes sense <laughs> is, did you feel like there was one or two classes that just were broken? Um, for me, and again, I didn't get too far. It felt like the calculator and, um, God, what was the other one? Monk. I think I was playing. Um, yeah. they both felt very strong. Uh, I did. I don't think I finished all of the classes for sure. I know I didn't, so uh, can't speak too much on it. But I would say the calculator or monk for me. Oh, I already know mine. If you, you want to go, sure. Uh, just just to expound on that, calculator was for me was overpowered, but only as your secondary ability, because calculators mm. were so slow that, yes. that your effectiveness was hampered. By, by your inability to get more than one turn by the time everybody else on the map had moved twice. So right. the the trick was to get through all your calculator abilities and equip that on your sub command mm-hmm. so that your wizard, uh, black mage, whatever you want to call it, depending on the version of the game you're playing, um, would have a calculator ability as their sub ability, but still got to go fast. Right. Um, oh shit. For my money, yeah. uh, for my money, it was, uh, definitely, um, maybe a, a couple of, uh, abilities, um, that came with certain jobs. So, uh, Hamido from, from the monk kind of made you broken in a, in fights where there were a lot of human characters because you basically would counter uh, every hit that came your way. Right. It, uh, it, I guess it didn't feel quite broken, but it felt very powerful. It, absolutely. Um, uh, there was one from Samurai as well. I, Samurai, I thought, was an overpowered job. Um, 
the way samurai worked in in the game was uh you had abilities based off of the 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 samurai katana that you had um not necessarily the ones you had equipped but the ones you had in your inventory and they could apply buffs like protect shell haste um they could do damage they could siphon mp um it, it i i thought i thought samurai was pretty broken once you got it and their reaction ability blade grasp um basically stopped incoming hits from hitting you um based off of i think it was a hundred percent minus whatever your brave was so if you had a very high brave character like uh like ramsey usually was for me mm-hmm. um, yeah. at 95 percent everybody was only hitting you at a five percent clip and you know that that tends to trivialize Jeez. some encounters if uh yeah. if it's based off of uh physical attack so not every encounter is like that but i found uh samurai to be pretty overpowered for me it wasn't necessarily the character but it was the ability it was the dancer the forbidden dance you just throw the Mm. dancer in the corner and you just throw the forbidden dance out there and every turn somebody's either getting blind you know it hits all of the um enemies it's blind confusion silence toad poison slow stop or sleep and it's not like oh well i was you know or the monster was silenced last turn and now it stops you just keep it going and you know you can just set the set the uh dancer in the corner or wherever <laughs> and uh you know, after three turns, monsters are out there. It's like, what is going on? Who, where am I? Who am I? <laughs> like, I'm dying. I don't know what's happening. Um, but it was just absolutely devastating. It was like having, it was like having a slow Marlboro uh, on your team and just being able to just cycle in these negative effects. Um, so the, the dancer for me, um, the forbidden dance, just those status ailments is just yeah. so, so devastating. See, Especially if you have a bridge or if you have if you have a gap between um, a good, you know, decent sized gap between you and the enemies. It's like you can withdraw for a little bit and yeah. let them come to you. And then it's like after a couple turns, like, OK, here we go. I think it's I mean, great I, that uh, this just goes to show maybe some of our listeners that, you know, none of us had the same comments um no and it just goes to show you that there's there's so many different ways to play the same game that uh you know the the replayability really stands the test of time because depending on on what you'd like to focus on your approach to to battle Mm -hmm. and and how to win changes significantly so much and i thought for sure you guys were going to name different jobs i had listed here okay let let me let me go back to that because that that's an ability, not so much the job itself. I, no, okay, 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 okay. My yeah, favorite yeah. job, and this isn't even close. My favorite job is Geomancer. I think Geomancer is, I mean, it's a hard hitter, but it also, like the Geomancing uh, ability, uh, the Geomancer's ability of using the different terrains that they're on um, to, yep. to, to guarantee hit. The damage is guaranteed, and then everything that you have also has a potential status effect that goes along with it. Um, And I think that the Geomancer, because you can use those abilities as a secondary ability too. And it's like, oh man, it's so devastating, I think. Um, Because even if you're out of range, you have a a chance to hit with that Geomancer's ability. uh, Elemental, I think it is. And um, based on the terrain and, you know, even if they're three or four, you know, spaces away, you can mm-hmm. still you can still hit them with something and and sometimes it's like some devastating it'll like turn them to stone or you know yeah. sleep or confusion or something like that where it's like oh yeah and then you get up there and it's like and I'm super powerful with a sword gagush so I love the geomancer the geomancer is the cream of the crop for me I do but I do love forbidden dance shout out forbidden dance dancer there you go. There you go. I mean, that's the thing is that I feel like every playthrough I'm going to discover something new in this game because I haven't, like I said, played all of them uh, to the fullest. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, what's interesting 
um, about uh, about this game is that uh, there's also you know in addition to the generic characters that you have, um, mm-hmm. there's also you know uh, kind of NPCs. They're they're not generic. They're yep. they're vital to the story that will also join your party. Um, while normal uh, run of the mill uh, characters. Are, are all squires there's a handful of uh of characters that have different jobs as their starting job ranging from horrible uh looking at you nala uh to <laughs> uh, to uh you know completely game breaking looking at you orlando so um yeah you know and and if you want to full-time those guys you absolutely can um you don't have to roll with your with your normal uh, lineup of Ramza and, and four generic dudes, you can, you mm-hmm. can use some of those characters as well. And it, it, there's, there's so many different ways to, to play the game. It, it's, uh, it's really, um, it, it really makes for some replayability for sure. Oh yeah. And like you said, you can either go, you can either roll with those characters that, um, you're building up. And the nice thing is, is even when you get some of those better characters, um, like uh, Agrith and Orlando's just unstoppable. Mustadio, uh, you know those ones where you want to substitute them into your party. Those other characters that you've been building up still do serve a purpose for when you can do like the side questing stuff and send them, yeah. them out yeah, on jobs, right? Um, I, which I thought that was a really cool part of the mechanics of how the game plays out. Is your I don't want to I guess mercenaries is the word for it. Um, that you can basically send out extra members of your team to mm-hmm. do mini quests while you're doing the main quest or whatever yep. you want to do. And then they can, you know, get you more money or whatever it is. Um, I thought that was, that was pretty fun. Um, added a whole nother layer to the game. It did. And it's funny because it also like took, you know, you're in Ivalice, Ivalice, whatever. And it, uh, the places that they go out and find, it's like, Oh, here's pandemonium. Oh, here is, uh, you know, this thing from final fantasy one here's this thing from mm-hmm. final fantasy you like it ties all the final fantasies together uh whether it means to or not you know when we did yeah. the the connections piece uh connections episode it's like that was just such an easy one to be like oh all the worlds were have been in ivalice all final fantasies right. come from the same place and oh by the way they're on planet earth um so and fun- it, it's this this yeah. game is just the center of it all it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like see look at all of this stuff uh, um, yeah. but yeah, the, the job classes, the job class thing in here is super sweet. It's not the first final fantasy to do a job class system, but I think it's certainly the best one, uh, to do a job class system and how it did it. I would yeah. agree with that. Yeah. And when you get the characters, what I like about this is when you get the characters, um, that are more storyline NPCs, you know, like Mustadio, he is a, I think a mechanic in the game and he uses a gun. Um, Agrith is like a holy knight, but you don't have to necessarily stick with those uh, job classes. Like you can have them be whatever you want. So it doesn't pigeonhole you uh, even where it's like, Oh, Masadio came in with a gun and that's like his storyline is right. he's this dude who's created this, you know, sweet gun and he's an engineer. Um, but you can you can move them around if you want. Like you can have them do whatever. So I, I did really like that about the game. You weren't you shoehorned into playing a certain class with uh with them. Yeah, I agree. No. Yeah. Um you can do whatever you want. So Yeah. Um I mean, so something interesting that I kind of enjoyed too with the battle systems in this one is every battle had a condition for victory that was unique, right? And it was very not similar to previous Final Fantasy entries because the conditions for winning were whoever is alive at the end of the battle. (laughs) Um, I kind of liked having different challenges throughout the game. Uh, Every battle, you know, it was uh, kept it fresh and unique. Sometimes you just needed to get one person out alive or sometimes, you you know, whatever the case might Mm -hmm. be for the story. Um, I don't know thought that was a kind of unique nice part of the game yeah i mean more often than not the you know for small battles yeah it's you know 
clear the field. Yeah, it's clear. Yeah, clear the field for for the most part. Um, uh, but yeah, every now and again, it's like protect so and so. Gosh, there is a mm-hmm. battle right after you get done with Wygraf and uh, Velius, where you meet. Um, oh man, I forget who it is, but she he has the two ninja uh, chicks with him, and you're trying to protect. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it all? Uh, it's the Duke um, Elmdor. Yeah, Duke Elmdor. Mm. And you're trying to protect um, not. Oh, uh, one of the twins. There's the one who does heaven and hell. Yeah. Mal- um, it, Malik is the is the male. And, yep. and it's is it Nala or Rafa? I can't remember. But Rafa, Rafa, Rafa. 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 Yep. Yeah. And so Rafa, uh, you're like trying to protect her because that's like the, the thing is to keep her alive. But mm-hmm. these these like ninja chicks they they're one they're one shot kills and all yep. of a sudden raf is just running into the mix before you can really even catch up it just takes forever because the character just the npc just plays so dumb <laughs> it's like yeah. oh man <laughs> yeah yeah uh, well and that brings up another point too that i kind of had written down is that this was kind of unique for me because you could permadeath a character um yeah i don't yep. think you know what I mean? Like, is anyone in your party pretty much that wasn't a main NPC? Uh, if they died, they were gone and out from your team, and then you had to bring in new people. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, the a whole unique kind of fun thing. the The crystal the crystal system was unique too. If you yes. if you did permadeath a character, they turned into a crystal. Right, um, right, and, and it would apply to uh, enemies as well. And uh, if you went and picked up that crystal and they had a bunch of abilities that you didn't have, uh, you could select inherit one of them. them. Um, and, and I thought that was a really neat mechanic that, you know, would kind of, even if you were on the ragged edge and, and having to deal mm-hmm. with some some uh, uh, difficult mobs to keep them alive, uh, you were doing mm-hmm. that maybe for three extra turns to try to get a, sh- a chance at a at a crystal or or a, or a chest that had some some gear that maybe you wanted. Yeah, yeah, that was a uh, that was always interesting. Um, being able to choose the, the crystal and like, oh I, man, I get these I, abilities. I died so more cool. than I want to tell you. Uh, trying to chase crystals early on, <laughs> it happens. Like, I, I don't even want to admit it. Like, I it's just shiny. It's there on the field. I want it. You know, mm-hmm. but it's not that I yeah. want it as much as I need it. Thank you. Right. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, the uh, just the, the the battle system with the, the job system, I think, is what really set it apart. And while well, obviously the battle system, too, those two things really, really set that game apart from other Final Fantasies at that time. Sure, you'd had yeah. the job system before in Final Fantasy three um, and the Final Fantasy three. It had the job system, but that was that was still a Final Fantasy that was relative. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Three and five, three and five. You're right. Yeah. But um, both of those were, I, I don't know if those had been out yet in the United States or they had just come out in the Anthology and Chronicles um, series. Sure. And I don't know that three came out until until later. I mean, I know five did. Anyway, that's neither here, here nor there. The it was it was a big difference. It was a it was a big difference at that time. And. Um, I mean, the story was a lot, a lot darker, a lot, you know, more nuanced mm-hmm. and, um, you know, a lot of moving parts in that. And, uh, the gameplay was, you know, you know, very, very different. The, the battle system, it was not an open world kind of run around like seven, like you had just seen in seven. So, right. Um, right. yeah, well, I guess some of the other ones as well, but man, um, it's it's funny because what like they just knocked it out of the park with tactics and it's funny because if you do that and then you take a look at games like 13 where it's like this is like a, how did, a how chronological did final fantasy <laughs> this is supposed yeah. to be the best that you got right and you just lay this is what you're good at yeah you, know, and you just lay a total egg yeah yeah so to just like yeah. totally hit on a Final Fantasy Tactics, um, which is, I think TJ is right though. You know, kind of early on saying that this uh, it was a unique 
kind of marriage of two different things creating this, right? It is the tactic-based kind of gameplay with a Final Fantasy mm-hmm. storyline. And and the development and everything, it just seemed to really click and work. Yeah. Uh, it obviously did. I mean, it sold millions of copies and still does. So, um, it, you know, it's a good game. It's not buggy. It plays yeah, well. Um, yeah. Yeah. When they remade the War of the Lions, the only thing I didn't really wasn't really huge fan of is them implementing the voice acting. Not that it was terribly bad in the cutscenes, but it just seemed unnecessary. Sure. And you probably, you know, playing games, at least as a kid for me, I kind of make voices in my head more or less. Uh, Sometimes when I read books, I'll do that, too, for different characters Mm -hmm. and then getting put, you know, with this this voice actor with it now. I. I have played War of the Lions and the cutscenes, like you're saying, it's it works, but I'm okay without them too. Yeah. So I understand why they did it. You're you're trying to you're trying to put enough new content into the remade, repackaged game, however mm-hmm. you want to dice it up, to entice sure. people to buy it again. I'll be brutally honest. It worked on me. I I bought it. Was it no, the reason it. I bought it? No. I mean, the online stuff was the real reason I bought it. But, I mean, you were fired up about it. The same reason I was fired up for, you know, cutscenes being added to Chrono Trigger. Mm-hmm. If, if, sure. if it was your favorite game, you were happy to plunk down, you know, another 30, 40 bucks to buy it again on, on a console that you could walk around with in the PSP. Yeah. Oh, and I'll buy it again when it drops for I mean, PS, you know, seven. With another remaster, you know, yep. yeah. extra pixels. Uh, oh yeah, one more job <laughs> class. Yeah, I mean, the job, the cool. job class, uh, the the job class was cool. Um, I, I like I liked that uh, the additional job classes. Not that the Onion Knight was anything great. The the Dark Knight was okay too, but. It was cool to, you know, get a get a little something else uh, in there. Something a little fresh. Yeah, yeah something yeah. a little fresh, and uh, yeah, and the uh, kind of going back to the to the characters. We talked about this a little bit. Some of the characters would have, you know, very unique abilities that other, um, that you couldn't get with the basic, you know, cookie cutter. NPCs that you, that you could go and churn out the soldiers essentially, um, mm-hmm. you know, like Orlando. Orlando was just out; he was outrageous. I mean, him and Agrius were just like their really their good. holy sword abilities, just outrageous. Then like Rafa and Malik, their abilities. It was like, okay, well, it's gonna hit in this area here, and it <laughs> might hit. It might not. Yeah. And it might hit your own person, which was yeah. infuriating. You know, unfortunate. <laughs> infuriating, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then Mustadio had like, you know, arm seal and leg seal where it's like, oh, you can't move. Oh, you can't, you know, you can't act. And uh, so everybody, you know, those those storyline characters that came into your party, um, you know, they would have special abilities that were unique to them that made them. I mean, Orlando is one of the, I would say, one of the most broken characters of all time. Like, once you get I, Orlando, it's like, pff, game over, rookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but I I just, I thought that the characters were just, and I know this isn't a, isn't a story review, but the characters themselves were just so good um, in Final Fantasy and very unique. Uh, who's Orlando? Orla- Orlando's son who like uh, uses the books. O- Olan. Olan, yeah, he uses the books and it's like, please, like Galaxy Stop. Look, that that yeah. was a game changer. If he could get it to hit, right? If if he landed it, but if he did, the whatever whoever he hit was out of the fight for pretty much the rest of the encounter. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I just some of those ones that just you, you just take the the chance of it, the risk reward of it, like like the dancer ability, there was no yeah risk. It, you knew it was going to hit everybody, hit everybody, and I mean, I, I can't remember if it was just like very, very rarely did it miss. I, I don't remember it really ever missing. 
Um, but some of those ones like Raph and Malik, it's, you know, it's a variable. It's going to hit in this area. and Maybe mm-hmm. you're going to get hit and maybe you're not. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, just lots of just, oh, and that, and that, and the fun thing is, is that, you know, you have access, like there's side quests in that one. You can get cloud strife and, um, in this, you know, weird, you know, there's Aerith is in it. Well, the, you know, girl with the red ribbon, which is, is she's alive. Yeah, yeah, we're, right. we're, oh, we're she's all alive. That's Aerith, right? That's yeah, that's definitely she's alive. You got to find his sword. The materia blade and on top of the volcano with move find. Yeah. Uh so there's just all these like little things that, you know, uh and that and that was cool. That, that was a fun little part of that game, especially with the hype of Final Fantasy Seven at that time. Final Fantasy Seven was just absolutely through the roof bananas. Um but they uh, had to put a cameo in. They really did. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, the the game the game is excellent. The the gameplay is excellent. The job classing is excellent. It just it's all good. And then the only thing, the only thing that when I take a look at Final Fantasy Tactics and I go, is when they did the remake or not the remake, when they did the second one. The advanced tactics the, advanced. Oh, and sure. I just like for all of the reasons that I liked Final Fantasy Tactics, you know, the job class. OK, that's still in there. But the story, it's like the story of tactics. Um, we started off like, oh, like you're reading, you know, you're coming in from a snow day and you're reading a book and oh, no, yeah. you're in the book. Crazy. And it's like, yeah. oh, my gosh, like for how dark and depressing and conniving tactics was. Yes. It's like this is this is a, a it, bogus it, story. I guess it's not even a fair comparison doing 10 and 10 too, because 10 wasn't that dark at the beginning. Tactics is a adult kind of game to me, yeah. you know, in my view of, of the content of the story. Um, and I, like I said before this show, I did kind of recap a little bit on uh, tactics advanced and uh, yeah, just what a 180 turn as far as uh, the, the feel of the story. So I I, my opinion is the reason it's like that um, and I have some show and tell and I'll again be descriptive is uh, is right (laughs) here uh, for those of us uh, looking at the um, at the switch broadcast. I'm holding in my hand a copy of Final Fantasy Tactics Advance uh, for the Game Boy Advance. Uh, those of us keeping track at home, the Game Boy Advance is is hardware for Nintendo. Um, yep. Nintendo is yes. not known for, yes. at least not until recently, it's not really known for super dark storylines, especially stuff on, on the, the Game Boy Advance. So, no. I mean, I, I feel like that was um, a miss on, it, it was Square Enix at the time. Uh, not Squaresoft. Uh, this is post merger, so mm. you know I feel like that was a bit of a miss. You know the 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 follow up um, had you have waited, you know could have been graphically superior on the Nintendo DS if you were married to mm-hmm. the idea of going mm-hmm. uh, of going with Nintendo could have been on the DS had they have waited a few years later, or you could have you could have tried. Uh, to make a go of it with a sequel on the PSP instead of a remake of, of tactics one um, mm-hmm. either way, missed opportunity, unfortunate, but tactics advance. And then there was uh tactics uh, a two. A two. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's, it, I don't know anything about that one. What was it's, it's similar premise. It's, it's definitely a lot more kitty. Um, the, uh, the, uh, Thanks, Kyle. By the way, in uh, in Twitch, there um, appreciate the props uh, for for busting out some Game Boy Advance stuff. Um, but it, it's a kiddie story, and and it's meant to be that way. So yeah. for those of us who were looking for Final Fantasy Tactics Part Two, we were left disappointed. Is it a bad game? No, it isn't. It, it's 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 a pretty good tactics game. The job sure. system is rich. Um, Mm -hmm. it has different classes that you're not used to like Sage and, 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 um, you know, Marauder and, and it it was definitely interesting, but 
you had to temper expectations because it's not Final Fantasy Tactics Part 2. Right, right. Um, I mean, I, I, I would agree is that it would be weird for Nintendo at the time to put out a game like Tactics on Game Boy Advance for kids. It just yeah. wouldn't, it wouldn't sell. It wouldn't be fun. You know, uh, I totally get it. Yeah. But, uh, 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 it, it it's sense. just, yeah, it's just unfortunate that we didn't get Tactics 2. Yep. So. Cause you, cause you think, oh, ta- Tactics Advance, like, oh, we're getting more of the, this good stuff. And then it's like, oh, yeah. but we're not. Right, right, right. And that's yeah. unfortunate. So, yeah, I mean, gosh, I, um, just such a good game it is i mean yeah. it's one that you can play over and over and over and there's so much to do if you want to max out job classes it's going to take you forever um you know there's like hunting for hides that you can do with a side quest that you can do and finding like being a treasure hunter um there's a lot of just side stuff that you can do on that game that just makes it a very rich game to play I feel like it's got great replay value the story itself is mm-hmm. so deep and so intense uh that it's almost like oh man you're not gonna get you're not gonna be able to get everything the first time that you that you play through it there's just too much no no yeah there's just too much too much conniving yep so yeah it's awesome you know a solid game to play yeah mechanics wise uh definitely definitely a good one oh yeah um just yeah, this is an all-time great game, and you know they uh, in, on the Switch right now. Uh, they've recently done Octopath Traveler, which we've talked about, and mm-hmm. Octopath Traveler is you know a traditional JRPG. You're on one side, they're on another, but the um, the Triangle Project, as it is being named right now, is a Final Fantasy mm-hmm. Tactics esque uh, grid strategy adventure like that. Yep. Um, and that's that, uh, that there's a demo out for that. You know, I've, I've dabbled. Oh, oh, uh, oh, I've, oh, I've dabbled. Good. Or, 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 or are you going to hold the opinion for the full thing? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I, from what I've played so far, I is definitely intriguing and they definitely do okay. some cool stuff with it. So, okay. Okay. Um, okay. 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 yeah, yeah. It, it could Not be saying no yet. No, it could be a great game. It could be a great game. So I'm liking okay. that. Noted, noted, noted. Interesting. Have you had you not heard of that yet, uh, TJ? I, I am ashamed to say I had not. Um, well, but, it brings uh, me joy that the, I could. For what it's worth, the demo has been out for a good uh, six months. And yep, we're going to have to kick you off the show. Sorry. This is not allowed to be not up to date <laughs> with all this stuff, man. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's no, a good I'll, one. It's um, uh, I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's it's cool, and it seems like it is kind of the the same level of sophisticated storytelling, um, mm-hmm. and kind of dark, you know, uh, story that Final Fantasy Tactics has. I haven't played it a whole lot, mm-hmm. uh, but it seems like it's what it seems like is it looks like they went, hey, Final Fantasy Tactics, that was a dope game. Let's do the same thing both better graphics yeah. and we're going to tweak some things. So cool. I mean, if, if that's the case, it I could easily be signed up on board for something like that. I absolutely yeah. um, would be game for an octopath looking final fantasy tactics game. I, that's pretty much what it is. Take my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's pretty much what I it mean, is. God, I, 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 uh, I'm looking forward to it. If it is, uh, it's becoming a thing then. Oh, um, Oh, it's becoming a thing, all right. Good, good, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kyle says, TG, I didn't know either. That makes you feel better. It does make me feel better. Thanks, okay. Man. All right. Good, good. Um, Get out. Get out. <laughs> deuces. All right. Well, anything else about tactics before we kind of close it on down? Well, so what I will say is that, so, again, show and tell. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is oh, yeah. this is how I normally play Final Fantasy Tactics is is on the OG PlayStation one. That is the, the OG. Please forgive my absolutely beat up scratch uh, case, scratched as up it jewel be. case. This has mm-hmm. seen a lot of wear. 
Um, I mean, a lot of travel, a lot of opening, a lot of closing. It's it's been a workhorse for me. Uh, Definitely Hmm. does not owe me anything. Um, (laughs) But uh, the unfortunate part of of that is that uh, this summer, support for the Vita, uh, PlayStation 3, and PSP uh, was pulled for the PS Store. So they're the only way you can actually play Final Fantasy Tactics, if if you'd like to pay for it, that is, is uh, is to download it to Android or iOS. It uh, plays or okay. just download a ROM. Yeah, it, it. it plays okay mobile, but it's it's not the same. I would mm-hmm. encourage you to do what you can to try to play the original. However, you got to do it. Yeah, we're not advocating for stealing games. But you do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. To play a game. Yep. Go find an old PlayStation, a used one at some store that still works. Or you just know, put it on Amazon. You can buy them on Amazon for cheap. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or Goodwill or whatever you want to do. Yeah. Um, oh. But get it because this this should be in your original PlayStation library, I would say, for sure. Absolutely. Let's see what, let's see what Final Fantasy Tactics goes for on PS1. One dollar, Bob. Uh, other than that, Colin, from my notes, the sounds and the music in this game are still some of my favorites. Done um, by a different, though, uh, done done by it's, yeah. It's not done by uh, Nobu Matsu. No, it is I, not. Still, but the guy did a bang up job. Oh, amazing, amazing music in this game. Yes, uh, very visuals great music. for visuals for spells. I thought was really well done because mm-hmm. it was like. Like you were uh, saying a few shows ago, Colin, it's it, they really focus in when you cast a big spell and it like, you know, the camera pans and moves and there's cool sounds and the screen goes, you know, co- dark or mm-hmm. color sometimes or whatever. And it, it like really showcases spell casting. That's fun. And every once in a while, um, you know, once out of every 10 uh, spell casts, you get like the, you know, the He-Man power of Skull. Yeah. you know dialogue box where where he you know you you have some uh some Up in the air one hands. liner right before you drop yeah. your big, yeah. big yeah. spell yeah. on the yeah. guy i loved it it was great yeah that's that was pretty much it for my notes uh, i was gonna ask you guys super quick uh favorite uh weapons or anything like that but i you know we can do that another time so i, I thought the um, guns were cool in the game i mean yeah it, it was I mean, they were really they're super effective in Mustadio's ability to stop somebody kind of in their tracks uh, or stop mm-hmm. them from acting. Um, I thought that was pretty cool. So, you know, I, there wasn't a whole lot of weapons in there that you were just like, oh, man, that weapon looked really yeah. cool or whatever. I think that just the practicality of having that long distance gun was sweet. Orlando's mm-hmm. Night Sword. Excalibur. Yeah. Yeah. Auto full time Just... haste, absorb holy, and one of the highest damaging weapons in the game. If if yeah. you ever Broke wanted his... to trivialize some content, you you flipped uh Ramza back to Squire and you gave him Excalibur, because he was one of the only squires who could use night swords, and you handled your business. <laughs> Situations Just, under control. There you go. There you go. Yeah, great game. Right on. Oh, all-time banger. Uh, I will. So again, you guys. They're not a whole lot of. This... Uh, they're not a whole lot of hills that I'll die on. I'll die on this hill. That Final Fantasy uh, Tactics is uh, one of, if not the best, Final Fantasy stories. Actually, stories and gameplay. Just love it. I will go. It's with just. You it's on so that easy one. to pick up. It's so easy to pick up and start and start up. That's that's the nice thing. The beginnings of everything in the storyline too really drags you in deep. Yep. So I get it. I get it. Great, great characters. Delita, great character. The beginning with Algus yeah. and yeah, just golden, golden goose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we got to save some of that for next time, though. Yeah, yeah, we do, we do. So all right, well, that's. I feel like we did it some some justice. I I I hope so yeah i do it's because it is such an undertaking of something to talk about so, but yeah. yes yeah if you can find it and, and i'm looking on amazon right now you can buy it for 25 bucks used so there you go yeah it's 
it's not like one of those, oh man, you'll never be able to find it. Except, yeah. you know, pay a couple hundred bucks for it. So if you're interested in playing one of the best Final Fantasies of all time, and you know, if you like, you know, if, you, if you're, if you like fantasy um, fiction, I, I think that this would probably be right up your alley. Absolutely. I would agree, bud. Yep. Cool. All right. Well, hey, uh, that kind of wraps up where we're at. Um, just kind of doing some housekeeping things here. If you are on Twitter, uh, you can follow us at Canary Podcast. Uh, we're on Spotify, iTunes, kind of all the big, big players. Uh, if you have an opportunity to leave us a review, um, you know, please do. Please let us know how you think that we're doing. Uh, we communicate on Twitter, uh, so if you want to drop a message about something, I do my best to reply uh, you know, within um, an appropriate amount of time. Sometimes I don't reply right away because I have to think about some of the, some of the questions, no, some of the stuff that questions. we get. It's like, man, that's yeah. a real thinker yeah. right there. So. Yep. yep. Yeah. Let me scratch my chin mm, a little bit and, really and, and gonna get back to you. Really going to look Oh, man. All right. So I think that uh, wraps up our housekeeping stuff. Anything else for the good of the order, gentlemen? Uh, good to be back. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for being everybody being patient. And thank you, gentlemen, for being patient. Oh, heck yeah, man. I'm excited to always do this stuff. So <laughs> You know it. It's just now that now yeah, that we've opened Pandora's box, we're gonna have to get back in the fold and uh, and get through this beast of a game because uh, one mm-hmm. podcast yep. is not gonna cut it. I'm afraid. No. Oh. Yep. Pandora's box, one of the best, uh, one of my favorite enemy skills from Final Fantasy VII. Let's see what I did. What are there? you gonna get? What are you gonna get? Nobody knows. Nobody knows. All right. Well, I guess that uh, wraps it up. So, uh, yeah, it's been real. It has been fun. It has been real fun. Have a good one, everybody.